You are listening to Aligned. I'm your host, Jillian Walchuk. After spending over 10 years in front and behind the camera and growing a six-figure online business through attraction marketing, I'm on a mission to help you build your personal brand, show up as your authentic self, cultivate an abundant mindset, and create the life you desire. Alignment in your life is so important. I'm here for real, honest conversations to transform your mindset and get you aligned and thriving. You guys, hello. It's been a month. I did not expect to take a month off the podcast. Oh, (laughs) I miss it. So I'm so happy to be back. And I'm literally going to batch four in a row because this is baby month. This is like the month she's going to be born. Her due date is September 12th. And so I'm going to record four so that we can keep this thing going. This is one of my favorite platforms. I've literally missed working so much. So let me just catch you up a little bit, like a little life update. And then we're going to dive into a very controversial subject about hustling. Um, I'm going to give you my thoughts on it, my opinions on it, um, sort of like what I've been through with my business. And then, yeah, you're going to just hear what I think about hustle culture and what it's done for me and my life. So, all right, we got evicted in Vancouver. So I was in the middle of filming the launch for the study hall for an acting school. So it's an online acting school that will be launching uh, this fall, which is super exciting. And so, so in the middle of filming it, I got this email and the email basically was like, you have two months to get out of this apartment. And I was like, well, August is like eight, nine months. Like, no, I can't be moving in that month. That would be so chaotic. And so we decided we've been looking for a really long time. Where are we going to buy a house? What are we going to do? Let's just test out um, Alberta for a little bit and see how we like it. So we've been here for, I guess, a little over a month. We're at my sister-in-law's. So like one big, happy, full house family. (laughs) Um, So my daughter's here, my chihuahua, my husband. um, And so it's just totally upheaval of our life. We've been in Vancouver for 15 years. We moved there from Saskatchewan. I moved to be an actor. And then I went to Simon Fraser and got my theater degree. And we've just been there for so long. We're so comfortable, but we really didn't feel like we were getting ahead. And then if you know Vancouver and you know what it's like to buy there a home. It's a whole different ballgame. <laughs> and so um, we decided just to try this out. And so we are in massive transition. The baby could be born any second. And yeah, I've just been navigating like so many changes. I'm trying to not let my mind go too far in the future. I literally will freak out. So I'll just try to live basically a really present moment to moment. And then what I didn't expect in August is so I ended up in the hospital. Um, I got really puffy and I started to throw up and then they put me on these drugs. They're basically for a cancer patient. They ended up burning the inside of my stomach. So I had something called gastritis. So like I couldn't eat, couldn't drink, could not sleep. And I was in the bath a lot because I was just in so much pain. I threw up for 19 days straight And so I ended up not being able to work. I couldn't even pick up my phone to like respond to someone, to even write someone back, which is so crazy. 
but I literally couldn't. Um, and I started to panic a little bit because when you don't have your health, it feels like you have nothing. And I had gotten a really negative mindset. Like I was like, my business is crashing. My life is crashing. Like it just felt so dramatic. And I was like, Oh, like where, where are we going to live? And what am I going to, like, I'm not a good enough mom and this baby's coming. There was just so much negativity. I was just in bed so much trying to avoid the pain and then throwing up and my mind just really spiraled. And then I was like, wait, 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 I need to check myself. And this is kind of where all this reflection is coming from. And this is why we're going to talk about hustle culture and how hustle built my business um, a little bit. So rewinding, um, you know, I, I was reflecting when my first daughter was born, Arctic. Um, I was working at an acting college. It paid $40 an hour. I had no maternity leave. And I also, um, and a working actor. So auditioning and doing all of that, but always, always like trying to get ahead, like picking up a shift, paying the babysitter, basically over half of what I was making, like her nanny, And then having to give away shifts to do additions because at that time before the pandemic, we did them in person. So you had to like block out time and go see casting. So when she was born, uh, she was only four pounds and I had to go right back to work. Like there was, I had no money saved. It was a really scary time. And so I went back to work at two weeks. I remember I had breast milks like leak through my Hallmark costume, which was super embarrassing. I felt so much guilt leaving that little teeny tiny baby. Oh, I was like, you know, yeah, (laughs) I just was in like an interesting situation because I was so excited to be a mom, but I really wasn't set up. And so because of that, I felt like I had to just go back to real life and I really couldn't soak up newborn. And yeah, I just wasn't sleeping. I remember one time I went to an audition and yeah, like, oh my goodness, she was bawling. I like didn't know what edition I was at. Like it was just, I was so overtired, so overworked and just not prepared. And so even though I'm like freaking out because we, our whole life just changed, I have built such a different reality for myself. I have savings. My business can run beautifully with or without me. Mostly, I mean, I love to be in it, but I have built something very scalable. I have an amazing client base. I also have amazing, amazing women that I work with that are in very wonderful leadership roles. And so they also have sustainable, amazing client bases. And so because I can work from the couch when I'm sick um, and with no makeup on puking, I can still put in orders. I can still help people start their businesses. I have systems all set up so that as soon as you start your business, you have access to my affiliate course. You have access to every single training under the sun. You also have access to like our nutrition program. So you are set up with or without me because of the systems that we've built, um, which, you know, I did build in my hustle culture days, but it has been unbelievable to still, you know, see my business thrive and be in such transition, um, And to really not be able to put my best foot forward. Because usually I really like to be at the forefront of my business. I like to be the one selling the most. I like to be the one bringing on the most people. It's just like part of what I like to do. I like to really lead from the front. I feel like if I'm going to teach someone to do what I do, I want to make sure I'm doing it really, really, really well. And I'm a little bit competitive. So 
you know, it was a hard year for me to be like seeing people go, you know, they all, they've gone to the top 1% of the company. And I was like, I thought that'd be me, but I really had to slow down this year. I had a season of like, whoa, like I am unhealthy. So if you remember at the beginning of my pregnancy, I lost 18 pounds. I was puking every day. I was filming a movie. Um, I was just really, really unwell. Um, and then in the second little part of it, I had a tiny break. So we ended up launching a very successful Tulum content retreat. We did that. My business picked up a little bit again. I was able to like really be hands-on and then this last sickness wiped me out more than even the first. And I really got to see like, wow, health and wellness is the only thing that matters. Because as soon as I didn't have my health, I literally had nothing. So now I am on some new uh, drugs, which I, if you know me, I don't like to take anything, but I have to right now. So modern medicine, there's a time and a place and I'm grateful. Um, and so they're working. And I'm 39 weeks, so the baby could be due, as I said, any second. And so I am just like navigating, so happy I'm able to eat and drink, so grateful for the support of my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, us able to stay at their home, a place just to think and to figure out what our next move is and to really make smart moves for our family. So in transition. I can work again. So the podcast is back and everything's going to be back and it's September and it's so exciting. And we just have so many amazing things happening this month in business that I was like, I need to record four podcasts. I need to batch my reels. Like I want to come back. I want to work. I miss it. And that means I love what I do. So let's dive into the real episode now that you're like, okay, you were sick. We get it. Here we go. So you're probably not going to like to hear this, especially in a time where the word hustle is associated with shame and judgment. So in every single profession in the world, you guys, there are people who do it well and there are people who don't do it well. So just for an example, like as an actor, I met people that were so sweet, so kind, the most creative, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful people. But I met awful actors, cruel mean like people I who gives me kind of like the shivers at this point and so that's just one of my careers in acting so with network marketing obviously it comes with a stigma right and so when I started it was like make your hundred person list and you know there was this culture at one point where people would just send copy and paste messages to every single person they know being like, Hey, started a business. You should start one too. You can make X amount of dollars, like copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, which is why I always said no to network marketing because I was like, just getting copy and pasted messages. I literally didn't think the money was real. I didn't think the opportunity was real. I just was like, I really like, I don't need this anyways. When I got a message from an influencer who did network marketing in a different way, she did it in a way where I was like, oh, I literally want to buy everything she posts because it seems so amazing. These products like, wow. I'm like, okay. And then I was like, I want to be part of her community. Like she's going on these beautiful trips. She's building this beautiful life. She's home with her son. So when I watched her, I was like, wait, I feel like you're doing influencer marketing, but it is associated with something so much bigger where you can actually help other people do the same thing. And then 
yeah, so I, I started to think about it in a little bit of a different way. So yes, when I launched, I did get a few messages being like, I want to save you from this. I don't know if you've done your research, but like, this isn't going to be good for you. People are going to judge you. And I bet they did. And I bet behind my back, I can't even imagine what people were saying, but my why was so much stronger. And I had already interviewed the girls, (laughs) even though (laughs) they're the ones bringing me on. I was like, Hey, like, I need to know, is this real? I needed to proof. I needed to like feel all in. And once I was all in and I believed and I trusted and I saw everything for myself, I was like, if they can do it, I can do it. And I'm going to build something really big and really, um, something that I can be so confident with. Now, that being said, when I launched, you know, most people, when they launch, if they get one mean message, they are basically done. Their mindset is crumbled. They're scared. They're researching and they're done. But for me, I mean, I acted for 10 years prior to ever starting this business. And so I was like, no worries. Like I can get a hundred no's, no problem. My confidence in bed built up. I am really able to navigate rejection. So if rejection is something that holds you back, um, I would say in this career, it would be something to work on in terms of your mindset. I would spend a lot of time working on understanding how no is not personal. I mean, I say no all the time to things. Doesn't mean I'm judging the person. I'm just like, this isn't aligned. No, thank you. Um, but no is just, it's a full sentence. It's a stop and it's no problem. You're not going to die. Nothing bad's going to happen. People can say no to you and you can just keep going. So at the start of my business, you know, I like to think of this almost like an airplane. So I feel like people, you know, they start their businesses, they're excited for one day, they get one negative comment, they don't make a sale in the first week, or like they start strong, they burn themselves out, they don't know how to build sustainably, like there's just so many things where like they never actually get their business off the ground. So for me, I was like, I need to put this thing into momentum, I need to get it going, So I had a laser focus goal. I wanted to go to the top 2% of the company as quickly as possible while building sustainably. So I asked the girl that I worked with, how do we do it? And then every single thing that she told me to do, I did. So that's the difference. So she's like, make me a hundred person list. 20 minutes later, I'm like, here's a hundred people. She's like, okay. Then she's like, are you willing to get 500 no's to get to the top of this company? I, you know, Googled, okay, top of the company, average time to get there, five years, average income, 20 grand a month. I was like, well, I'm definitely not making that right now. That's a possibility in five years that I am all in. I am ready to get 500 no's. Okay, check, check. Then she's like, you got to launch your business. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to puke. Don't want people to know. Just want to like post a little secret graphic. She's like, no, you got to tell people why you're doing it, how you're doing it and what for. And because I launched my business and I was so honest with why I was building it, who I was building it for, who I wanted to work with, people started to connect to me. So even though I didn't want to do that launch, I did it. After I launched, I, she was like, okay, now you got to ask people if they want the products. You got to ask people if they want to do the business. And I thought, oh my gosh, well, I have under 2000 followers, like, I'm going to run out of people real quick. I'm going to need to build this real big. I have to change what I'm doing. I got to build a business. I got to build a personal brand. Not everyone has to do this, but I love people to come to me. People to come to me and ask for the products. People to come to me and ask for the business. And so at the beginning, of course not. I'm not going to post, you know, a green drink and have people lining up for it. They don't even know what it is. 
But after three years of consistent marketing, marketing that's very elevated, I have worked very hard at growing my social media and making it a personal brand and making it stand out and making my content content elevated. Um, yeah, people do come to me, of course, but not at the beginning. So at the beginning, I got on probably 30 to 60 calls a month sharing what this business is and what these products are in a full overview of like, this is how the business works. This is what's in it for you. This is how it would work if you want to do it. And I had people join. And as they joined and as they bought products, I shouted it out and we created a frenzy of excitement. It was so much fun. A frenzy of like so much energy. So every day be posting like this person joined and this person's doing this and this goal is hit. And as I had success in my business and hit the top 2%, which is the Mercedes level, people were watching. So even though I had asked people to, you know, buy products and join, um, they were watching the whole time. So as I had the success, then people started to be like, okay, tell me, like, is it real? How does it work? What's going on? Give me the inside scoop. And yes, I really did. And I'm so transparent. If you ask me anything, if you know anything about the business, because I'm so happy when I really asked all those difficult questions at the beginning that I got to walk into this with full confidence of what I was building with integrity. So as people were watching and I was building something really big, I was working so many hours, you guys. So like I would wake up at five o'clock before my daughter was awake and I would already be responding to messages, making graphics, making reels. I did two reels a day for, Lord, I can't even tell you how long, but I I built my following. I think it went from like 2000 followers to 12,000. I can't really remember, but it was something like this. So much growth because I was so committed. So the thing with hustling is like, if you're just hustling, 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 and nothing's happening, then something isn't working. But for me, the money was coming in, the people were coming in, the orders were coming in, and my account was growing. So clearly I was doing something right at that time that was building momentum, that was building eyes on me. So with all that growth also came duality. I got a lot of hate. I had some very dark, dark times. So you know, when people are, I want more followers, I want more engagement, I want more orders, I want more money. Yes, of course, absolutely, everyone does. But it comes with duality. And I've always been ready for that duality. And I'm, I know when this baby joins us, I'll be ready for another sprint. I can just like feel it. And I know that sprint is going to require sacrifice. So there's this one memory that I have where we were pushing for the top 1% of the company. My daughter was yelling at me. The girls were on Zoom. There was something that went wrong. People were yelling. And I like snapped on her and I am not a mom that yells very often. Actually, probably really, maybe like you could count three times or something. I love to keep my cool. I have so much emotional training as an actor. And so with my daughter, I love to just communicate with her and make sure that she is able to express all her emotions to the full ability and we're able to navigate them and talk about them. And I don't um, suppress her but also teach her manners. Like there's, there's, there's so many, you know, parenthood is wild. But anyways, I pride myself on being a mom that can keep her cool, communicate and, you know, really teach my daughter some emotional, you know, security within me and also within herself. 
So anyways, I yelled at her that day and I was like, you know, pushed to my brink. I was working sometimes until midnight, sometimes till two in the morning. My husband and I were fighting a lot. My husband was actually so not happy with my business at the beginning because it just changed so much of me. Um, like suddenly I had this job and I was working a lot and I'd never really worked full time before. And sometimes the business would take priority. Like he'd say, you want to go for a family walk or we have this dinner. And I'd be like, no, I'm going to work and work went to the top of my life for a while. Like I was working around the clock. I was hopping on calls. Someone named me on the weekend. I was there. I was launching businesses. I was both feet in hustling (laughs) and I don't regret it. I don't regret a single sprint that I've done. They all have required sacrifice. They all have meant putting myself out there. They have all meant the risk of public failure. They have all meant way too many hours in my business compared to in my life, but they're all worth it to me. Hustling gave me a lot of grace this year with my health. Hustling meant August could be in the bed, in the bath, in the doctor's office. Hustling meant I got to leave that teaching job that wasn't providing properly. Hustling means I built a six-figure business online consistently year after year. It means I was at every single pickup and drop-off of kindergarten. It means I've been able to pour into my acting career and afford coach coachings. It means that I've stay, I'm going to stay home with baby number two. Like I'm going to be on the couch placing your orders. I'm not going to run back to set. I'm not desperate to do that. And we got evicted I knew my business was coming with me. It's the one stable thing throughout this last two months where I'm not in the province I've been in for 15 years. I'm not with the, the people I've been with for 15 years. I'm not even like, nothing is familiar and I'm okay because I'm able to still work this job consistently, even though I was that sick. So without this hustle, I would have never built a business this big and I'm not done. Like I'm still going. But during those periods, I built sustainably. I built with real people. I built leadership skills. I built client bases. I built credibility, but also consistency. So no one is wondering, like, does she still work her business? Like, is she still in that company? They know. They always know. Because it doesn't matter how I feel. I don't base my business around like, oh, I'm embarrassed. I didn't have a good sales month, so now I'm not going to show up. Or like, oh, I'm feeling like not beautiful today, so I'm not going to post. I'm not going to show my face on camera. It doesn't matter. My business is open 24-7. My business is not about me. My business is about helping people feel their very best through these health and wellness products. My business is about helping other people create the financial you know, stability and community that they want. And so it's not about me anymore. And I don't need to be emotionally making decisions when it is a big business. So the business goes on. And I don't think we should shame people for the work that they do to get them presence in their life and choices. So the seasons of hustle, the seasons of sprinting, They have built so much discipline into my business. They have built consistency. They have built momentum. They've also built attraction marketing where people are like, okay, if I'm with this girl, she's not going anywhere. No matter what, she's going to help me. She's going to be there. 
So I would say like maybe 40% of the time I'm like excited to show up. September, I'm always excited. November, I'm always excited. <laughs> um, but like, you know, there's months where I'm like, oh, this old thing again. But the difference between someone who's successful and someone isn't is you're willing to do those mundane things again and again and again. You're also willing to do the scary things again and again and again. I'm willing to put myself out there. I'm willing for someone to say no to me. I'm willing to ask someone if they want to look at this business. I'm willing to face rejection. I'm willing to not get the sale because I know what I'm building. I know what it's built for me and I know what it can do for other people. And I think if you never hustle, so let's say you just like, always move along in these little tiny increments, never really building anything. It's really hard to get anything off the ground. And we all start, you know, in network marketing at zero. So zero clients, zero teammates. I always think about this and it's like, if you just keep like, and it's nothing bad, like you don't have to go fast. You don't have to do what I do, but I think it can be really a mindset trap. If you set a pace that doesn't excite you, if you set goals that don't actually get you to take action, right? And that's where you'll just sit and sit and sit and sit in the same place year after year after year. So after three years of so much consistency, seasons of massive sprints and seasons of slowdown, I truly do love what I do. And I love, 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 love the people I do it with. It gives me such great purpose outside of motherhood. It's really a passion for me. And the coolest thing about this industry is you can be the most ordinary person. Like I'm just an ordinary person, but you can build an extraordinary life. And I think that that's so exciting. So I hope this changed your mindset a little bit about hustle. So if you're thinking like, should I dive all in for six months? Like, should I just put myself out there for six months? Should I, you know, grind? Like, should I make sacrifices? Like no more Netflix. Should I, you know, cancel all my friends a couple times? Should I, you know, do a couple extra scary business reach outs or take products to a place and like introduce them to new people or start a gym class. So I meet new people like, yes, yes, it's all going to be worth it. You have to be willing to see it as a short-term sacrifice for long-term gain. But if you never make the sacrifices, you never dive in with both feet, you never see it as worth it for a short period of time. I think it's really easy to get complacent and stuck and to not move the needle forward in your business. So I know this is a controversial one. Welcome back. Here we go. But I think it's worth it. And I, I'm not embarrassed of the hustle. There's times when people message me on Instagram, like, does Arbon annoy you? Like, are you angry? Like, yeah, sometimes I was working 14, 16 hour days. I was exhausted. We've qualified for the top 1% of that company uh, four times and still haven't completed, (laughs) but we will, we will. Um, but that being said, like that is all worth it to me. That was all building beautiful relationships, beautiful client base, wonderful leaders within my organization. And I'm going to do it again and probably again and again and again, but there's seasons of business. It is not all hustle. And if you have really strong boundaries and you have goals and deadlines, then you can sustain and create a beautiful life you can't wait to wake up to. Yesterday, we spent all day on the river with some of my favorite people, my daughter, my husband, my brother-in-law, and we're just living and I'm not worried. And I knew, you know, come Sunday, I wanted to really sit down and I just wanted to work all day today, like a 12-hour day. Because it's my decision, 
and I'm choosing when I'm going to work and I'm in control of it. For some reason to me, it's like, yes, this is exactly why I built this. This is exactly what all that hard work was for. And I'm so excited to step into winning season and to really push again. So if this resonated with you or this helped you or this maybe changed your mindset a little bit about hustling, then please share it on your social media. I would be so grateful. I'm so happy to be back. I'm going to go batch three more of these so I don't lose you. And we'll talk again once the baby is here. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It is my mission to help as many female entrepreneurs create the life they desire. Honestly, it means the world to me that you're here. And if you got some value or support from this episode, the best thing you can do is screenshot this episode and share it to your social media or with your team. You can also leave me a review and I'll read every single one. If you're looking for additional support, you can reach me on Instagram at Jillian Walchuk.